0: This morning uh, is a special Sunday because of our commission of Haley and I'm going to teach this morning rather than preach and because of that uh, um, uh, part of the reason is I'm uh, going to use various verses in in the scripture rather than look like usual at one text and look at it. I have uh, several in mind and therefore we're going to use the screens up here to make it a little easier. We'll get back to 1 John uh, next week. And I wanted to speak, uh, I wanted you to remember this phrase, or these three: everyone, some, a few. Everyone, some, a few. In God's plan to bring the gospel to all the peoples of the earth, there is a place for everyone, Uh, there is a a place for a special uh, function for some, and then there's a special ministry for a few. And when we understand the difference, that enables us to um, be who we're supposed to be right where we are as well as participate in getting the gospel to other places. So let's uh, think first about everyone. Everyone is a witness. Everyone is a witness. In Acts 1.8, uh, It wasn't that long we were looking at the book of Acts. You remember that it says, and it's on the screen there, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So this verse sets the stage. It's like the table of contents for the book of Acts and it shows what's going to happen that the gospel began there in Jerusalem and spreads further and further out, both in terms of geography as well as the kinds of people that the gospel is going to. It's going to cross not only geographical boundaries, but cultural and linguistic boundaries, and it's going to go to the end of the earth. The movement in the whole book was away from Jerusalem to the end of the book, to the end of the earth, and everyone participated in that. Not only the apostles, who the story kind of follows, but everyone involved, all the Christians that were uh, Christians, all the people that had believed in Christ, they had their part and the apostles had their part and they they were all being witnesses. Now, in the court of law, a witness is testifying to what he or she has seen. So if we use the language of 1 John that we've been studying and that the Apostle John used right there, he's testifying to the life that he's seen in Christ, the life that he's seen in Christ, and the fact that he has that life, which he says is eternal life. Amen? He's saying, "There's, look, I can testify, I'm a witness to the eternal life that I have in Christ. I have eternal life. And it's because of Christ and what he's done for us. And John, he uses that... Word propitiation, that's why I like John, and, um, but we know what propitiation is, if you've been around here for very long, if you haven't, propitiation is where he's made Jesus Christ in his death on the cross, has satisfied the justice of God on our behalf, so he's turned away the wrath of God from us, he's satisfied the justice of God, and we are forgiven, and we have eternal life, amen? Amen? And so everybody, not just just preachers, not, not just missionaries, all of us who have been reconciled to God in Christ, we're all to be witnessing to what Christ has done for us. And there's another verse, Peter talks about it too, this idea, he's talking to just normal Christians, not to missionaries here, and he's saying, in your hearts... Honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. That's First Peter 3.15. So Peter's saying we all need to be ready. We all need to have the Lord as the Lord in our, in our hearts. We all need to uh, be living with Him Leading our lives, so that means we're going to be living holy lives. We, we ourselves are going to be set apart for Him. And then we need to be ready. It says, be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you. Our lives are supposed to be inviting questions. Why? Why are you so different? What's different about you? And when the door opens, then we speak. Sometimes we wait a long time. Sometimes the opportunity takes a long time to get to us. But if we're praying for the people around us, every, the people that we work with, we're praying for them, we're working with them every week, we're living Christ before them every week, one day, God's going to answer the prayer, the door will be open, and Peter is saying, at that point, you've got to be ready. Amen? So you've got to be ready, and then you speak. And this readiness to speak when the door opens and this, this responsibility to, to, to be a witness to what Christ means to, to us has nothing to do with your occupation or your education or anything else. If you've been reconciled to, Christ, to God through Christ, this is you. This is for everyone. Everyone is to be a witness. And then there's some... And with this, I mean that some are gifted as evangelists. Now, this is very interesting to me. We see the wisdom of God in this. We see God's design. In, in Ephesians chapter 4, it says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So, God has given some people as apostles to the church, and some people as prophets, and some people as evangelists, etc. But there's that that word evangelist. Some people, and the way notice the way the Scripture says it here, it's um, it's saying that the person himself or herself is the gift to the church. He's given these people as gifts. To the body of Christ. Sometimes you can, I, I, I'll even say in my own mind, I'll meet somebody and after I get to know them, I'll say, That person's got the gift of evangelism. And that's probably okay to say it that way. But another way to say it is, That person is a gift to the church. That person's an evangelist. And that's, and that's amazing. Now, this is not everyone. Amen? It's not everybody, but it's some. And not all those gifted as evangelists look the same and act the same. This is a very important passage in 1 Corinthians 12 about the, what God's design is in his gifting of us. He says there, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all in everyone. He was using this to speak about all the gifts, and, but we're thinking today about the evangelism piece. It, this is beautiful. God didn't make just one kind of flower, right? Oops. You guys think there's only one flower, right? You're right. Yeah. God is a God of diversity and creativity. And, and he says, when, well, take me for example. I, I know that I have the gift of teaching, except I'm beginning to doubt it this morning, but, but we'll keep going. I, I have the gift of teaching, but it says there are a variety of gifts, the same spirit, there are a variety of service. The way I serve through teaching isn't necessarily the way that everyone else who has a gift of teaching serves. And then it says there's a variety of activities. The way it looks, what the person's involved in, how he or she goes about teaching, it doesn't have to be the same. He has multitude of flowers in this world, and it, it all comes out different. And so it is with evangelism. Not everyone who has the same gift expresses it the same way. When we say evangelism, or an evangelist, person of my generation, you know, you think immediately of Billy Graham. So Billy Graham was a gift to the church uh, in terms of being an evangelist. But what he did, the way he did it, is different than the way others did it. Matter of fact, nobody did it quite like him, where he'd fill up stadiums with hundreds of thousands of people at at a shot and share the gospel. But it looks different. I remember, you guys, some of you remember Ed Munyon. He passed away just recently. Ed Munyon was a pastor in the Lehigh Valley, and he was on our staff. When I first came as um, senior pastor, he was helping us part-time. And one time, he was late to a staff meeting. So we're having our staff meeting. Where's Ed? I don't know where is where's Ed. And then he comes in the door late. We're part way through. He said, sorry. He says, I had some business at the bank. I got to talking to the guy in line and led him to Christ. That was Ed Munyan. That was Ed Munyon. He goes to the bank and leads the, some, the guy next to him in line to Christ. He was a gift to the church of, uh, as an evangelist. I'm not like that. I've gone to the bank tons of times, and I've never yet have led anybody to Christ in line at the bank. I don't have that gift. I'm not that gift. It's different. But I think of people in this church. Um, I'm thinking of one, one woman, in, and I didn't talk to her before this, so I'm not going to mention her name, but you know who you are. And she lives in kind of a high-rise building in Allentown, and I think she shared the gospel with every person in that high-rise. And we were, over, my wife and I were over there having dinner with her one time, and she says, there's a new person moved in down, 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 the, uh, down the hallway. And then she gets this smile and says, she's going to hear the gospel. See, for many of us, we, as Peter says, we wait, we pray, we live Christ in front of people, and then the Lord opens the door, and we walk through. For other people, they open the doors themselves. And many times these people don't necessarily think of themselves as gifts of evangelists to the church, but that's what they are. They, and that's what God does. You see, there, there's a variety of activities. Just things happen with those people that's different. They get opportunities more than the rest of us, and, and they take the opportunities. They're gifts to the church. Everyone is a witness. Some are gifted as evangelists. Now, everything I've been talking about so far is right here in the Lehigh Valley. Amen? I haven't said anything about missionaries yet. I haven't said anything about commissioning people and sending them. What I've said, everything, all these verses, have to do with right here. It's, it's us. God has gifted some of you as evangelists right here in the Lehigh Valley. And all of us in this room who know Christ, are to be his witnesses. But it's not only everyone, and it's not only some, there are a few. And those few are the ones that are sent. Some have their hands laid on them and are commissioned and sent out. We see the example of this in Acts 13. The church there at Antioch, where it says now there was there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers Barnabas Simeon who was called Niger Lucius of Cyrene Manaen a lifelong friend of Herod the tetrarch and Saul while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting the Holy Spirit said set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them then after fasting and praying they laid their hands on them and sent them off so being sent out by the Holy Spirit They went down to Seleucia and from there they sailed to Cyprus. Here we see what God was doing in that church. That as they're there in Antioch, as they're being witnesses along with everyone else in the church in Antioch, and some no doubt were gifted as evangelists and they were carrying on, they were living their life the way they're gifted right there in Antioch. God led and said, But these two guys I'm going to set apart and we're going to send them to places that need the gospel. And so they did. Notice that there's a difference between, between the ones sent and the ones that stay. Uh, all the ones that stayed, they didn't have a commissioning service to be there in Antioch. They were just there in Antioch. Uh, we live in the Lehigh Valley. We didn't need anybody to put hands on us and set us apart for this. This is where we live. This is where we work. Um, And so we're to be witnesses. And some among us are evangelists. And so things will spread. But when God leads in the church and says, set so and so apart, I've got to work for them somewhere else where people need it, then we obey and we do it. This verse here, um, I'm still thinking about exactly how it fits, but it's very interesting where Paul is speaking to Timothy. So Timothy's already someone who's had his, had hands laid on him and set him apart, and so is Paul. But he says, As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. It's interesting in this passage, it doesn't, it doesn't say whether Timothy has the gift of evangelism or not, but he's been, he's been commissioned and sent out, so he's got to do the work of an evangelist whether or not he feels so gifted. And so some are sent. A few are sent. And this morning, we're we're commissioning and sending Haley to Bolivia. She's going to the Chimane people. As we work here, she goes there. As we witness here, she does the work of an evangelist there. As we testify about Christ to the people in the Lehigh Valley, she does so with the Chamane people. God is doing something in our church, I believe, because you realize we're going to have two commissionings this year Becky and Jeremy Reinhardt also. And then in a sense, in a kind of a kind of a Judo move spiritually, we're also commissioning the Orchard Hills Church. Do you realize this is a good thing? what God is doing, and we praise Him for it. And so I'm going to end my message here, and when we commission the Reinhardts, I'm going to finish my message. So you'll have to tune in, Haley, to hear the to hear the second part. Um, because there's more to be said about the sending, the, for those who aren't sent and their relationship with the one that is sent, and we want to explore that a little bit later. But for now, we remember that Remember this, okay, everyone, some, a few. Can we say that together? Everyone, some, a few. Everyone is a witness. Some are evangelists, and a few are sent. And we see the wisdom of God in the synergy that happens when the church participates with his plan, where everyone in the place that they are, where God has put them, is being a witness and and enjoying the, the, the fruit of those among them that are, that are evangelists, but also being open to the Spirit to send, to send, to send. And as those that are sent go, and, and then people there become Christians, the same thing happens from there, and on and on, until every people group has got the Gospel, and that people are saved from every people around the world. May his name be praised as we participate in his plan. Let's pray. Thank you, O Lord, for giving us grace. And thank you for what you've done in our lives and in Haley's life. But Lord, as we set her apart now, I pray that you would do what you want in our lives, those of us that are staying Make us the witnesses we need to be. Uh, Light on fire those among us who are evangelists. Give us more of that gift, O Lord, we pray, for right here in the Lehigh Valley. And then may we ever be, be responding to the promptings of Your Spirit as You touch certain people for us to send. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.